Back into the studios uh, from the Iberia Parish School System, their superintendent, Heath Hewland. Uh, Heath, how are you today? We're doing good. Good morning. How are you? Uh, excellent. Uh, good timing uh, because so much going on. Uh, you know, we joked, um, yeah, not too much going on with the Iberia Parish Schools this week. Uh, yeah, not too was, much. Uh, three straight days at Nish of unusual activities, uh, including a tornado shelter for a short time. That's correct. You know, we we started off the week with a, with a, some issues at Nish, and uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> an incident that caused the school to go on lockdown. Um, you know, it's something that we prepare for every day, and in the hopes that we never have to use those plans. But on Monday, um, we had to put those plans into effect, and the, I'd like to just uh, give a, a big thank you to the administration at Nish. Uh, our new principal, Mr. Harding, and his administrative team did an excellent job. They followed all of the pro- protocols and procedures that were supposed to be followed, and 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 Chief Dalbor and the the New Iberia Police Department. Um, we couldn't have made it through this without them. They were really a a great support system to to New Iberia Senior High. They truly worked in collaboration, and um, were able to uh, get the situation under control in a matter of minutes. And Unfortunately, the school had to remain on lockdown for a good bit of time on Monday until we made sure that everything was safe to resume normal operations. And then, uh, you know, on Tuesday uh, was a little longer period of lockdown, and, and that was stemmed from some some calls that came to the school from, from community members concerned that something would happen, uh, some, some rumors that were being spread around amongst the students and amongst social media and Unfortunately, in today's day and time, we have to take all of those seriously. Like we have to to uh, investigate those thoroughly, and and that was the cause for the lockdown on um, Tuesday. Um, and we tried to do our best to keep in touch with the parents throughout the entire day. Our automated text system uh, w- was very very useful. Uh, we notified parents as soon as it happened, and we gave them updates about every hour, hour and a half until the school was on all clear. Um, we had about 16 extra officers from NIPD. Uh, Sheriff Romero sent some, some help to the school, um, and they were able to work through that and do an entire school search that took several hours, but uh, we thought it was necessary uh, to make sure that, ensure that the safety of everybody was, was paramount, and, and, and we did that, and uh, nothing was found, unfortunately. But uh, these types of rumors are not only distracting to our kids and our teachers, it takes them away from what they're in school for, but it puts resources uh, strained in the entire community. You know, that many officers off the streets and in a school, you know, is not good for for the whole city. So uh, we hope that they they are able to identify this person and we intend to to prosecute to the fullest because we want to send a message that this won't be tolerated in our school system or our community. Um, so, unfortunately, we had to start our week off with those two incidents, but uh, both handled very well internally and with our community partners. You know, Monday's, Tuesday, you mentioned tips, uh, but Monday, was there a tip that came in uh, that helped uh, solve the situation quickly? Yes, from a, from a student. Um, and, and how often do we say, if you see something or hear something, say something? Yeah, we preach that often, and unfortunately, um, some kids are, are reluctant, but uh, but they're becoming more and more apt. They they know the dangers in our society, and and when they see something, there are ways for them to report it. Um, 
to, to the school administration, if not personally. Um, now they all have access to, to email through, through their uh, personal Chromebooks that they carry around, and uh, they're able to correspond with teachers and administrators if they want to send an email or if they want to do an anonymous tip. Um, they, they have that capability as well. Very good. So then uh, Tuesday you make the call to close schools for Wednesday because of concerns about some severe weather, and turns out that was the right call. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was actually in the midst of everything happening at NISH on Tuesday. We were monitoring the weather because we were getting reports, you know, throughout the day on Tuesday. Um, collaborated with area superintendents and other districts and um, getting information from both our local weather experts. And the, we collaborate a lot with um, Prescott Marshall, the Office of Emergency Preparedness, and the National uh, Weather Center out of Lake Charles are our partners there. And on the phone with them, and they're giving us reports. And every time we talked to them, it, it, get, it got a little worse, you know, and then we, we finally decided to make the call. We like to try to do it as early as possible so that people can prepare. We know that um, it's, a, it's an inconvenience for parents, especially those that rely on our schools. You know, uh, they don't have ca- uh, care for the smaller children at home, so it's a, it becomes an inconvenience, and so we try to do that as early as possible. And in order to do that as early as possible, sometimes, unfortunately, we have to err on the side of caution and then nothing happens. But uh, if we wait to the last minute, then it puts people in a bind. So we can make things up. We can we could catch up in our classes. But it's, it's most important that our students are safe. And not only um, our students and parents, but our bus drivers who are, are a lot of times the big concern when we make these decisions because uh, these people are are driving, you know, buses with, you know, up to 60 kids on them in inclement weather conditions, and and it's not always safe. And a lot of times it's in the morning, it's dark, it's cane season, there's mud on the road. You get an inch of of water, even, you know, on top of that mud, you know, it it makes for dangerous conditions that that we we just prefer to, to to, to err on the side of caution, you know. School is in session today. Uh, Power restored uh, to all schools. Any damage uh, that you know of at any of the schools? Well, we started yesterday afternoon as soon as the weather subsided and uh, making checks on all of our campuses. Um, uh, no damage, uh, major damage. Um, we had several schools without power yesterday afternoon. Clico worked, you know, um, they had, uh, I think, 15 trucks working on Admiral Dahl right down the street from Nish. You know, that was where I think the, the biggest issues were near the Southport subdivision. That's, that's right across the street from this, you know. Um, but we were blessed. <clears throat> it, it could have easily went right through our campus. And um, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those folks that are, uh, you know, without, had to be displaced because their homes were severely damaged. And, and we want them to know that uh, even though schools are open today, we know that many of our students won't be able to make it there. Um, and we're going to work with those families. We're going to work with the, the attendants and, and help them catch up, and it won't be counted against them. Um, and any family who has been displaced from their home, we have programs uh, for temporary homelessness. They could come to the school and apply for some aid through the McKinney-Vento Act. It, you know, uh, any, it's for homeless. Even if they're just displaced temporarily, they can qualify for some things. to Maybe they may have to buy some new uniforms or school supplies because it may have been lost in the storm, and, and we'll be able to help families through that as well. Very good. And with all that, there's a school board meeting last night, uh, which is when we usually have you, uh, the day after a school board meeting. Anything of uh, substance there? There was. Uh, we'd 
like to say we had our sales tax report again and, and still things are trending in the, the upper uh, trajectory. And, you know, we had about a 4% increase for the month of November, uh, which is good. Um, and if that continues, you know, we're, we're really happy with the way things are going. And especially during the holiday season, we just want to encourage all of our uh, citizens of Iberia Parish to, to make sure that they try to shop at Iberia Parish first as much as possible so that, uh, you know, those tax dollars can stay in our community. Um, we, let's see, what else from last night? We um, were able to get some ESSA projects rolling. We're going to be doing some refurbishments to our playgrounds and all of the elementary schools. Uh, we awarded a bid last night for, uh, to uh, purchase rubberized mulching for all of our playground equipment. So that'll be a nice enhancement uh, for, for kids to be able to play outside. Um, we had a uh, a sale of some property in Lorville uh, that has been uh, advertised several times. Uh, a house that we acquired that was right, right on the campus of, of Lorville High School. In fact, you know, the, the yard butted up against the, the, the middle school hallway. And we, we purchased that property in the hopes of being able to expand some parking around there. But there was a house that uh, that needed to be moved so that we could do that. And we've been trying to sell it and we, we finally got a taker. You know, and so hopefully that all works out. Uh, with, they're, they're moving the house the, off. They're the going to move the right? house yeah. off the property, yeah. And so that will allow us to expand some parking there for the uh, staff at Lorville uh, on the middle school side. Very good. Um, Canal Street uh, mm-hmm. School, luck there. No, that property is still available uh, in, in the Generette area. So um, it has been advertised uh, two or three times now, so um, we could accept offers. Uh, for that property as well. Um, so just a couple more days, you know, winding down the calendar year here. Um, our schools are in session. I just want to remind everyone we have kind of a staggered break this year because of the way Christmas fell on a Sunday. So uh, we are actually uh, going to finish out this week, and we have two days next week. Students will be in school on Monday and Tuesday, and then their break will start next Wednesday. All right, so the 21st, no school, and then they return to school? On Wednesday, um, January 4th, I believe it is. Okay, so the Wednesday after, yeah. After, after uh, New Year. New Year Day. New Year's very, Day. Very good. Anything else of note? Uh, I saw on the agenda some promotions. Thank you. Thanks for reminding me about that. We have two new assistant principals in the district, and uh, we're very excited to welcome them. Uh, assistant Principal Rob, Rob Slisher at NISH was promoted to our uh, Office of Child Welfare and Attendance at the district level. Uh, Mr. Joel McFarland, who has been with us for 33 years, uh, re- did retire uh, mid-year. And so we replaced Mr. Slisher with Mr. Ty Babin. He is a master teacher, a lead teacher on the NISH campus, uh, very capable, and um, I think he's going to do a great job over at NISH. And um, we also had an opening for an assistant principal at Delcom High. Um, Mr. Corey Segura was also promoted to the district level to fill a vacancy in our special education department, and he was replaced by um, Ms. Dana Lawson. Uh, Dana was an administrative assistant at Caneview for several years. Um, She had to take a leave of absence. Uh, You may know her or recognize her from the community. The community really supported her son, uh, fight with cancer, John Luke. Mm, absolutely. Um, uh, that's John Luke's mother, and she was a, a, an administrator in our district. She took some time off to be with her family and her son during his illness, and she's ready to come back, and uh, she's an awesome leader, and we're glad to have her back as a, an administrator in our district. 
So she will be over as an assistant principal at Delcom High. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Uh, anything else you want to share today? Um, one more thing. I'd like to uh, say that uh, we talked about scores before when they first came out, but we were notified a couple of weeks ago that we have a school that's going to be recognized as one of 40 in the state as a Louisiana comeback school. It's a great honor. Um, these schools are being recognized for their uh, comeback after COVID and, uh, you know, not only regaining where they were prior to COVID, but uh, surpassing the number of students that are at the mastery level and above on their campus in math and English. And so we'd like to congratulate uh, North Lewis Elementary, its teachers and students, Principal uh, Mr. Tim Roseman. And right after the holidays on Friday, January 6th, uh, State Department of Education will be in Iberia Parish touring North Lewis and, and meeting and congratulating the students and teachers. So we'll be happy to welcome welcome them to Iberia Parish on January 6th. Uh, that was good news uh, indeed. Heath, always a pleasure. Uh, you probably don't meet again until January. Yes, uh, we, we do have uh, the first meeting of the year is the Wednesday after New Year's Day. It's right right after we return, but that meeting will be uh, swearing in of our new officers, our new uh, board members and election of officers. Um, not much business will occur at that meeting, um, but we do have two new board members that will be joining us uh, for the uh, term beginning in January 2023. All right. Heath, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir.